Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Max Scherzer is the reason. And, and this pains me. I want you to know that this actually pains me to say. What I'm about to say actually hurts me inside. Because I loved Max Scherzer. I loved the – I shouldn't say that. I hated Max Scherzer when he was with the Nationals. I loved when the Mets signed Max Scherzer. I loved the idea of it. It had to happen. Caught me by surprise. Didn't think it was going to happen. But I loved it. It was a huge, even more important than trading for Francisco Lindor. That's how big signing Max Scherzer was. That was the first move that really showed us Steve Cohen ain't messing around. That was the one. People were upset about losing Noah Syndergaard and losing Steven Matz. And then Cohen went out there and got the biggest fish in Max Scherzer. Since then, I loved his attitude. I loved everything he had to say. I loved his competitiveness. I loved him all the way until... Atlanta last year. That's when my love started to, well, that's when I, I should say, that's when our relationship, I started to see some red flags in the relationship. I loved him. I was all in. I love him and I don't care who knows it. And then I started to see some red flags. In Atlanta was the first one. But, you know, like we do in many of our relationships, even though we see some red flags, we ignore them. And I let my love for Max cloud my prediction for the wild card game. I believed that he was going to bounce back and dominate against the Padres because he got hammered in Atlanta and crushed me. He crushed me. The equivalent, I'd say, of getting cheated on. That's how badly that loss in Atlanta hurt me. Maybe even worse, as a matter of fact. Couldn't get over that one. At least you, know, you get cheated on and be like, all right, you know what? See ya. <laughs> Good luck. I'm out. <sighs> I couldn't get over losing that division of Atlanta last year. I'm still not over it. And don't call me about it either because I'll yell at you for it. No, but I'm not over it. But I believed against what I saw in Atlanta and thought Max is better. So you root for him and believe in him against San Diego. He was even worse in the wild card game, getting booed off the field. And then what happened? The excuses come in. The excuses while he was hurt. Okay, fine. He was hurt. He better have been hurt because there's no excuse for why he was so awful in those two big games. Fast forward now to this year where it's been one thing after another, whether it's the poor performance in the early going, 
whether it's the suspension, whether it is again a start in Atlanta where he's given a lead and he gives it back, whether it's against the Yankees, you name it. If there is a big game that the $43 million a year man was brought here to pitch, he has failed in it. Every single one. And yesterday was the last chance. For me, the relationship officially now is over. It was over anyway after his last start, even though the Mets won that game and he gave up three solo homers and talks about, yeah, well, you could give up solo homers. They're not going to beat you. Yeah, but giving up four runs in six innings, a lot of times will beat you, Max. You're better than that. Even though they won the game, I knew that he needed to be better. And people want to get caught up in Max turning the corner and he battled through that sixth inning or whatever it was to get out of the jam to make it worse, kept the Mets in the game. Sure, there's a lot of pitchers that could do that for a lot less than $43 million a year. Anyway, that was near the end of the relationship. And then yesterday was the official end. It's over. Now, I can't stand Max Scherzer. Every time I see this guy on the mound in a big game, he gets crushed. As a matter of fact, to use a word that I didn't want to use before that a caller used, he sucks in a big spot for this team. Hey, it happens. He's an all-time great pitcher. But with the Mets, he's failed miserably. And I don't want to hear about what he does in the clubhouse. Yeah, I was all into that too. You know what? Not like that clubhouse has been great either. Not like that's been a great strength this year anyway. But I understand what he brings with that personality, that demeanor, all that stuff. That's why I loved him. The reality is, Max Scherzer is done. He's toast. He has been. I've been saying it for a while. I let the red flags go because I was in love with him. Now I see the light. That, to me, was his last chance. And I don't want to hear about, oh, he got beat by a great player. That can't happen. Max Scherzer with the Nationals never did this stuff. Never. He'd go seven, eight, nine, and dominate. No runs, one run. He was dominant. He's not the same guy. Not even close. Not even close. And if there is some sucker that is willing to take him on, even if the Mets have to pay half of it, because as Steve Cohen talked about, it's already a lost cause or a sunk cost, whatever it is. The money's already spent. It's gone. I don't know math or money, really. Either way, he spent the money, so it's gone. And I'm talking about the option next year, not just half of this year. The option next year, Max Scherzer is going to pick that up. So if Steve Cohen needs to pay half of next year in addition to this year to get Max Scherzer out of here and bring in a quality prospect, because I'm not just paying Max Scherzer, you know, 60 million bucks or whatever it is to go away and go pitch for another team. That's that's stupid. You don't do that. What you can do, though, is pay half of it to get prospects back from a team that may think Max Scherzer can help them. He he cannot help the Mets at this point, however. That's over. He's had many opportunity, and he has failed every single freaking time. Now, for the Mets as a whole, I will not let that Grinch I will not let that Grinch, Max Scherzer, ruin Buckmiss in July. I said it last week. The Mets are back, and they are. Think about it. Overall, 
winning a series against the Giants, and then going on the road in Arizona and in San Diego, able to get four of those games, that's good. I know it's not the way that we had hoped. Believe me, I had dreamt all weekend long about how I was going to open this show at 2 o'clock coming off another Mets win. It was going to be full-fledged Buckmas in July. I was ready. Unfortunately, the Grinch, Max Scherzer, stole it from us. At least for a day. But big picture, let's not forget that this Mets team is not as bad as they've played the first half of the year. And it is not, now, mathematically, it is not going to be easy. But it is not an impossibility that this team makes a run at the wild card spot. The division, forget about it. We know that that's a lost cause. It's been like that for a long time. So that has nothing to do with this. The Braves have nothing to do with this, which is refreshing, actually, because you don't care about whether the Braves win or lose because they never lose. But you mean to tell me that, and look, you know, Max is a big problem. I understand that. That's why I look to move on from him. But you mean to tell me that the Mets can't catch the Padres? The Mets can't catch the Cubs. They're right there with the Cubs anyway. The Cubs aren't that good. If the Yankees could have won a, a freaking game, it'd still only be, you know, the Mets behind a few teams in the NL wild card. It's not as bad as it seems. Seven games back. Seven. That's nothing. The Mets have blown a seven-game lead with 17 games to play. And I understand that, yes, the Mets do those things. The Mets are going to met, whatever you want to say. But this team is good enough to where maybe they pay the Phillies back. You know, you just saw them take two out of three from the Giants. That's right now the third team in the wild card. You just saw them sweep the Diamondbacks. That's right now the second team in the wild card. As Buck said, and I thought he was crazy for saying it, crazier things have been overcome. If you doubt this team or you go against this team, I forget the exact quote. I lost it. Anyway, something of the, let's paraphrase, something something of the sort. If you doubt this team, or I'd be careful doubting this team, they're going to prove your, I don't know. Do we have the clip? I mean, for goodness sake. Where's the damn buck quote, will you? I had it lined up the whole weekend. I was looking at it over and over again. I tweeted it out. Someone's going to make a mistake. Someone's going to make a mistake doubting this team. Thank you, Rosie. You're welcome, Sal. Was that the exact quote? Probably not, but Sounds I know good. someone's going to make Something a mistake. The there's a mistake involved right. in the quote. If you, It's got to be your mistake. But if the team, hold on. Yeah, you get the point. Buck Showalter said, tougher things have been overcome. I'll tell you one thing. I wouldn't doubt these guys. Somebody's going to make a mistake if they do. Merry Buckmas. It is still Buckmas in July. And let's not forget now. Much like the Yankees and still have the you know, still have the possibility to go out there and make the moves, and I trust the Yankees a lot more to make those moves than I do with the Mets. But the Mets can still make some moves, in particular that bullpen, which has been trash and a big reason why they have failed. Lindor being hot, Alonzo getting back to doing what he's doing. The offense is look, you know, Alvarez being an absolute beast. I'm not as worried about the offense. I'm worried about the starters, which is why I want Scherzer out of the equation. Because if he's here, he's got to pitch, trade him. Quintana's coming back. They're already talking about six-man rotation. Uh, I've got the the, the the solve here. Trade Scherzer, go to a five-man rotation, improve your farm system, and then go out there and add bullpen arms. I said that a week ago or two weeks ago. I stand by it. And I still believe this team will make a run at the wild card spot. They're too good not to. We've seen too much. Don't get caught up in just losing the last two. I know it hurts, but ultimately that was a good road trip.
and they've shown you that they can be here a team to be reckoned with over the next you know couple of months. Changes are going to be huge at the trade deadline form for both these teams. Because as currently constructed, it's not going to be good enough. We know that. But they're still right there. Seven games is not 18 and a half games. It's just seven. David is calling from Queens. What's up, David? Hey, how you doing? Uh, how are you, David? Uh, yeah, I could have been. I could be better. Anyway, uh, Scherzer. Ah, oh, Jesus. We there were warning signs about this guy. You know, when he was uh, when he was uh, with the Dodgers and his arm and his arm was fatigued. And uh, you know what? We were all like, yeah, you know, he he no hit the Mets at one time, and he was he's a Hall of Famer. But he's at the end of his road. He's done. He's toast. He's done. He has nothing left. And like you said, every big game, every time he he's going to get blasted, or it's he, can he pitch a one hitter anymore in a big game? Can he do that like he did with the Washington uh, Nationals? Right, and regularly. Right, remember that with the Nationals, David he used to yeah. go out there and dominate for I, eight I innings, no problem. I hated him because he was so damn good, right. especially if he pitched against the Mets. And then when the Mets got him, I said, all right. He's a little old. Maybe he's still got some magic, but now we know he has no more Look, magic. Look, they, they had to get him. My issue is not the signing. I would do that again every single time. My issue is that every single time they've needed him, just once in a big spot, he's failed. Once he couldn't come through. Not once. Not against Atlanta. Not against the Padres. Not this year against the Braves in a big series. Not against the Padres again. I mean, they have owned him. Again. 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 I mean, last year was bad enough when you when – you, I mean, we needed you to at least win that one game for us against Atlanta. And then, then okay, we make it into the playoffs. And could you shine against the Padres? No. What, what, six, what was it? Six nothing, right? It's, I forget the exact score. I just know he got tattooed in the beginning, David. And thank you for the call. It has been, if one of those games went differently, maybe I wouldn't be sitting here saying this. If he pitched better against Atlanta last year when they needed him, maybe I wouldn't be saying this. And then maybe you look at the wild card game and just say, ah, that was unfortunate, bad, but what are you going to do? Or vice versa. He was awful in Atlanta, but he went out there and dominated in the postseason against the Padres. You'd feel good about it. They are paying him specifically to win those games or at least keep the team in those games or to protect a lead in Atlanta this year. That's what he's being paid for. That's why he's here. Not against the Reds or the Pirates. He's here for those moments. It's why we talked about the flawed process of Billy Epler a year ago and then doubling down on that. The Mets were built on what? Starting pitching. Last year it was Scherzer, DeGrom, and Bassett. This year it's Scherzer, Verlander, Kodai, Senga. They're built on the starters. So they had it lined up last year perfectly, both in the Atlanta series and in the Wild Card series. And they lost both those series because those starters got clobbered. DeGrom didn't get clobbered, but he wasn't his vintage DeGrom self. He was better than the other two, but still. Then this year, it was lined up in the regular season Atlanta series, which I called a season-defining series at the moment. Remember, in the beginning of June, the Mets were only three and a half games back. Everything was still right there in front of them. They swept the Phillies. Then they got swept by the Blue Jays. Then it was okay. Now it's on. In Atlanta, a place where they historically have trouble, a place where they got embarrassed last season, go show you have some guts. And I want to use a different word, but I want to be clean here. Show that you have some guts and go compete. And you had Scherzer and Verlander lined up for two out of three in that series. And what they do? They got swept. Not only did they get swept, they had a lead in each of those games in that series. Two 
Scherzer and Verlander. Here you go. Here's your lead. And they both coughed it up. Embarrassing. And then Scherzer yesterday, even with all that behind us, all that mess behind us, although it's in the back of my mind, it's still all behind us. You're thinking, here we go. This is a very important game here. Mets can't be messing around, losing series at this point because they gave all that wiggle room back. They they gave it all away in the first half. You've got to win these games. And it was lined up on purpose again because Buck went with Scherzer instead of Kodai Senga earlier in the week so he could maximize Scherzer's starts and get Senga extra rest. It worked out for Senga as he was lights out. He gave an ace-like performance. Scherzer got that second start in the biggest game of the first half. The Mets really needed to cement their little run here, going to the All-Star break and win two out of three. And what happens? Gives up a three-run homer in the first inning. And then for good measure, cherry on top, a two-run homer again. Unacceptable! I've had enough of them. Trade Max and their chances of getting to the wild card will improve. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.